0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic hits.
0: Kind of have a dilemma. I'd love your listeners' opinion on it. My son is 15 and he's always been a very naturally sporty person. He plays rugby in school. He's the fly half. I have no idea what that even means, by the way, because I have no interest in sport. For both junior and senior teams sometimes. Uh, up until a year ago, it was all just a bit of fun. He used to train a couple of times a week and then play matches at the weekend. Recently, my husband has now got involved, very involved, and interested in his training routine. routine and even what my son's diet is. He has my son out training now on days off before matches, after matches, basically every waking moment that he's not in school or already training. He's putting so much pressure on my son now and I'm starting to get extremely concerned about his mental health with all the pressure. Are you talking about your son or your, or your husband? I'm assuming you're talking about the son. Uh, my husband has started even watching what my son eats. He keeps telling me that he needs high protein diets and constantly wants chicken and rice dinners for all of us. Last week, my son was having a pack of crisps as a snack before dinner and my husband went mad about how unhealthy they were. And if he really wanted a snack, he should just have had a piece of fruit instead. I can see the pressure of both the training and the diet causing a strain on my son. I tried to say it to my husband that it's too much pressure for a 15-year-old, but he just keeps telling me that he's well able for it and it'll benefit his future. He just uh, found out there's going to be a scout for one of the province teams at one of the next few games, and now he's upping the pressure even more. Uh, all they seem to talk about now in the house is rugby and tactics and rewatching all matches and al- analysing what the professionals do. Niall, I'm so concerned for my son. He's our only child and I know he doesn't want to disappoint his dad by saying anything, but it's causing friction in the relationship from the stress that my husband is putting on him and I'm afraid that he'll snap under the pressure. I always hear sports stars thanking their parents for getting them where they are today. And I completely support my son if he wants to keep playing and try uh, play with uh, other one of the provinces and try to make it as a professional player. But that needs to be his decision. I don't want him to look back at his teen years with regret and regret not spending time uh, like a normal te- teenager with his friends. Now, and I'd love to hear from your listeners. Is there anything wrong with putting pressure on your kids to play sports? So, Is there anything wrong with it? Do you think that pressure prepares them for the future, no matter what the career? I mean, look, we always say it about academia, for example. You know, when it's coming close to junior cert or leaving cert, don't put too much pressure on your children. Always use that line, do the best you can. Isn't that always what you say? You don't put too much pressure. Yeah, you tell them, listen, you should be doing a bit of study in there, a bit of revision, whatever it is. Encourage them and support them to do it, even help them if you need to. But putting pressure on them maybe has the opposite result. And in this case... I don't know. I think, that, I think the father's OTT, but he believes he has the best interest of the child at heart. I want to know, do you think it's wise to put pressure on children to be involved in sport? Is that a wise thing to do? Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. That's 87 188 zero eight. Just let me go to Jay very quickly before I go to the break. Jay, you're an Ireland's Classic kids. How are you doing, Jay?
2: Afternoon. are How are you? Jay, I mean, is it, is it wise to put pressure on them? No, if his father thinks he has a, a chance, I mean, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. That could be life-changing for him if he is as good as his father thinks he is. But then, like, we all think our kids are the best.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, but if he's shown such a keen interest, in it,
0: well, I mean, yeah. well, he is showing a keen interest, but he's yeah. in an OTT, isn't he? Not
2: really. I mean, if you don't bloody motivate these kids. Yeah, but he, he, he has, he has him out training
0: every waking moment.
2: Well, I mean, Noel, that's the difference between professionals and amateurs, isn't it?
0: Well, I agree.
2: And, yeah, and, and where do some... professionals start? Professionals started when they were young. I mean, somebody seen something in them and decided to nurture. I mean, you don't become, say, the Ronaldo's or the O'Driscoll's of this world overnight. It's hard work, hard dedication, and a lot of time and a lot of sacrifice. And then, I mean, but to look at the rewards. Look at the rewards to these famous... Yeah, but, but Jay, you know there. as
0: well as I do, and I don't want to put anybody off it. The rewards are for very few.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably less than 1%. Well, it's, it's, it's
0: not even close to one percent.
2: But I'm just saying, uh, yeah, whatever it is. But I mean, there are the people who put the hard work and the hard dedication and the hours and hours. And when you, when we were going off, say playing with our friends, they were kicking a ball against the wall or you know doing whatever the chosen sport is. So sometimes I think you have to motivate them because I mean it could be life changing for them. But I
0: do get the impression that the kid wants to do it. He's motivated. Yes. But I do get the impression the father's a little bit OTT on this because no,
2: you, 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 no, uh, maybe there is the a point just you have to get to, wrap. to where well, you just let uh, him just decide. Him up and maybe the mother's just trying to wrap him up and call him wool. Maybe the father does see something in him and knows, well, if he really wants to make it, he has to put the time and dedication in. I mean, it's going to be a lot on the family as well, shuffling them around to the different, say, events that he has to go to.
0: But I'm a prime example. My father did it to me. My father was an international referee. He was the first Irish referee to referee in the Spanish League. He refereed in the British League. He refereed, as far as I know, in the Munich World Cup. I mean, my father was well in when it came to football, right? And our household was a football household. I had no interest my father signed me up for everything. He signed me up for JAA, he signed me up for football, he had me playing hurling. I was terrified someone was going to hit me with a stick. I was he had me up for everything. I hated it all. I couldn't wait to stop. But there was huge pressure put on me to do something I didn't want to do.
2: Yeah, but see you're saying you didn't want to do it, but from this email this lady is saying her son does want to do it. So that's the difference. You didn't want to do it. But yeah, but the point the I'm making is... It would make no difference.
0: But the point yeah. I'm, I'm making is, I, he wanted me to be what he was. And and it sounds to me like... And Laura Harris can put it well. Not there,
2: necessarily. And, Maybe he just wants you to be the best at something. But as you said, you showed no interest in it. This young flit has shown an interest in it. So therefore, the right thing to do is help him along and see if what he really wants to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, look... Even talking to him about not eating a packet of crisps, you know what I mean? I mean
2: but that's the difference, Niall. That's the difference between playing Sunday League football and playing, playing Premiership football. I mean, that is the difference.
0: So it's this regime of, this kind of regimental, uh, I suppose, duty that you must stay healthy, you must stay fit and all. If you
2: want to be the best of the best, you have to be disciplined. I mean, that's the difference. That's the Conor McGregor's in this world, and the fellow who's driving. Well, but the it, but is, is the
0: father living through the child's eyes? And Not so-
2: necessarily. Maybe the father's prepared to make the sacrifices as well. Well, it clearly he is. It's not going to be easy uh, driving them around to all these places, whatever the sport is. I mean, you know, we have to go to England to, to go on trials. I mean, it's got to be the father that's going to be there bringing them to all these places. It's got to be the father that's going to be there um, consoling them if it doesn't go right. Pardon
0: my ignorance, by the way, but how can the kid play for junior and senior at the same time? What do you mean? Well, that's what she says. He plays fly half for both junior and, and yeah, sometimes senior.
2: You can. Uh, oh, can you? Oh, OK. Yeah, I got
0: you. Yeah, 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 yeah. OK, well, so stay there for a second. Let me go to Rachel. Rachel, you're an Ireland's classic case. kids. Aidan, Rachel. Oh, oh, hang on, Rachel. Somebody switched you off here. Hang on. Two seconds. Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Sorry, yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time you were turned <laughs> off. <Yeah. laughs> Silence. Yeah. So, How are you? I'm going not I'm listening and I'm thinking, do you know what, exactly, you you literally just said, I think, do you know what, it's all well and good. If a child wants to do a sport or a teenager, I'm all for encouraging them, helping them do, like supporting them, pushing them, but you can push them too far to an extent where they'll end up resenting the sport, they'll resent you, and you'll end up turning an ordinary teenager into a very angry child. Mm. And and, an angry teenager is not a good mix when there's not, do you know what I mean, when he's at an age that's vulnerable as well, do you know that way? Like, yeah, oh, he's at oh, that, oh. that
0: kind of borderline age of 15 between a boy and a man, yeah.
1: Yeah, and while I understand, and I 100% agree, sports are an absolutely amazing way to keep kids off the street, to keep them on the street. Now, I really do believe that, but I think if you're going so overboard, I think you're right and that. It's living his dream and his ambition through his own. His son might want to do it, but I can tell if it's caused an arguments between him and his son already, which he said it out. he yeah. he's obviously doesn't want to do what he wants him to do. He obviously just wants to enjoy the sport, but he's not getting a chance to do that because he's being forced to be a certain way because his dad wants him a certain way. And this part infuriates me about some parents that they try make to try to make the child be who they want them to be. Yeah, what they might have, have failed
0: at in life. It. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, mm. instead of actually embracing the child for who they are, taking them flaws and good parts, everything, except who they are, yeah, play on their strengths, like walk on their strengths, but don't push them into a part where they're going to end up, like, putting the block up and resenting it. Okay, they, they that's do, what, well, hang
0: on, that, Jay, that's a fair point. You can push them too far.
2: Yeah, but that, yeah, you'll you you, you know pretty quick whether your child is serious or not about it. You,
1: you yeah, know Jay, what I mean? Listen, you can, listen, let me explain something, right? Just for a second child of 15, all right, he's at an age where, yeah, he really probably lost them for. Which most people do, like you have young that enjoy football or Gaelic or whatever, okay? But when you have and he's an only child, you know what I mean? So mm. it's like, while he, and he is going to feel that bit of responsibility, whether you believe or agree with it or not, he's going to feel that bit of responsibility that if he doesn't do it, in that one.
0: He'd be letting them down. Him yeah, yeah, and, and, you know, that, and that's, you know, that's what the mother did say, Jay. She gets the impression that he's only doing it because he doesn't want to disappoint his father. That's not a reason to do it, by the way.
1: Well,
2: it's well, then, he the right way. Us, well then he has to stand up to his father and tell him, I don't want to do this.
1: Well, I can tell I'm you, if had and that much and hasn't done that much, can you not see that there well, might be actually a bit... for, for
2: all we know, the coaches have approached that father and told him that there is something in this young play. And if it's still well, the hardest, you have a go a long way.
1: Maybe they have and maybe they haven't, but as a yeah, parent... See, we don't know, even so we're only it, yeah, we just... it parent, It's your job as a parent to know what's right what's right, and what's too much for your child. That's your job. Your job is to know when enough is enough and when to say, hold on a minute, yes, they're good at this, and yes, they can do this, but that's too much. That's yeah, not we're... your job as a parent. Not to I you know. i living dream is.
2: through their lives. But the like, day, how, do you know, how do you know he's living his dream? Maybe he just sees a better life for his son than he had. I mean, there's a lot, lot of money to make that become the best If
1: of. my son, if any of if either of my sons had something, and, and trust me, they're both amazing. If either of them had something that I felt I could do for them that would make their lives a hundred times better, trust me, I'd do it. But, within limits, you can't. i live that through the very hard way. You can't just make your child be who you want them to be. You have to embrace
0: them for who they are. But but yeah. but you, would you not agree with Jay to some degree that if you look at all the famous sports people, particularly athletes in the world, yeah. there was a huge sacrifice when they were younger, and that sacrifice was sometimes they didn't want to get out of bed to do it, but they but somebody was motivating them. Be it a parent, most will thank their parents. By the way, um, you know they were yeah. motivating to do sometimes something they didn't want to do.
2: Sorry, Noel. for a second. The Serena no, the, the no, Williams no, yeah, sisters. Hang no, on, just let Jay just respond to that for it's a second. The, I think there's a documentary something coming out about the Williams sisters and, and how, how hard or father I pushed them. I wouldn't mind if my father had to push me that hard. Look how comfortable they are now, how rich they are. Those families will never have to worry. And that all came down to hard work, dedication and being pushed. Because we only do our best when we're pushed. Because given half the chance, we'll get halfway through a task and if nobody's looking, I sure nobody will know. But when you have somebody there pushing you and pushing you and pushing you, you become better and
1: stronger.
0: It's a fair point, Rachel, isn't it? I mean, there's a lot of kids would have given up if the parents didn't push them.
1: No, here's the thing, I absolutely agree I agree that you do need to push our kids, but I do think there's a limit. I think when the child is telling you or arguing with you, there's a reason. Because they, and I just think, you know what, you can do well, that, it, but you can also push it. Okay, don't. well, well
0: Lisa, both of you, I, I got a to break. The number's 87 118 zero eight. Let me get your opinions on this. Is it fair to pressure a child uh, into a sport? They may love the sport, but, you know, to be OTT about it. Robbie, how are you? You're an Ireland's classic kids. Oh, are you there, Robbie? I uh, seems to have lost Robbie there for some reason. Are you there, Robbie? Yeah, I am. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were online too. There, and I apologise. Uh, uh, sorry, my, my, it's my my fault entirely, Robbie. Although I could blame uh, her, I think it would be easy to do that. Uh, yeah, so, I'm to blame Ah, oh, blame her anyway, uh, Robbie. I mean, you believe the dad needs to take a step back.
3: Yeah, it is. As I was saying, a difference spin on this. And Rachel, was it, um, set two awards that were absolutely spot on. It was support. Yeah, and um, it was kind of like help and support and everything else at the 12 age you know and um, pushing and pushing because you have to remember take i'm gonna i'm gonna take figures as this in the english premier league if you take it okay 18 players going out every saturday for an english premier league team there's 20 teams so that's 360 players now if you multiply that with by 10 by the 10 best leagues in the world say that's 3600 players that's the level you're talking about of being that elite player so why should you be in the 3,600 players every weekend? So that is, it's not just that you put in the hard work. Of course, you have to put in the hard work. And as, um,
0: what well, for a lot of those players, it is skill, don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But there, there, are, is. there is probably millions of children around the world who play soccer, right? Um, yeah. and, and play weekly, play soccer for their home teams yeah. or whatever it is, right? And yeah. a lot of those are really skilled. Um, yeah. And and will grow up equally as skilled as some of those yeah. uh, Premier League footballers, but the difference is they might not get the break, and um, uh, and they won't get the scout yeah. that will spot them or whatever it is, you know. So yeah, I mean, that's it, that's it is a lot of it is based on luck too.
3: Well, I, I know. Like, I mean, if if you look at the scouting systems that a lot of these clubs have now, I mean, they don't miss any corner of the globe. You know, they're they're everywhere. You know, that's with your father, like these scouts.
0: Oh, I know. Uh, my my, my dad know, was a scout for the English League as well.
3: You know, you know, you, you, you know these scout structures are across the globe now. They're a, they're a global thing. I know and because
0: like, I was dragged to matches every week. That's yeah, how I know. I you know I,
3: and the thing is that, like, to make it from being that 16-year-old playing in say, Pierce Market from at 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning to putting on the number seven short for Liverpool on a Saturday afternoon, you know, it, there's a lot of things that come into that. It's attitude. It's, you know, it's ability. It's, it's your mindset. You know, there's so many different things that are there.
0: That you need I, to. But it's got, exactly. Yeah, but it's got a lot more difficult now, Robbie, too, because not only... I mean, there was a time where, you know, the English league was mainly made up of English players and Irish yep. players. Yeah, Now exactly. they're made, Now it's made up of players from all over the world.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was only there about uh, probably about 15 years ago that Chelsea would have forced the English team ever to field a team with no English player in it. So yeah.
0: that, that just adds to... The difficulty, uh, yeah. The difficulty. And when Robbie came went, went over
3: to England, he done it right because he had a choice of golfing likes with their and a couple of other clubs. But at the time, Liverpool had likes of Emil Hefty, Robbie on Michael Owen. But he went to Wolves instead, and he made his name there at Wolves. But that's one thing as well that kids don't look at as well. But it, it, it boils down to that. It's, it's all well and good, as Mammy and Daddy saying, "Ah, Ami, be my son is great, isn't he? He's brilliant. But to make it, and especially in rugby, because there's only, like six nations teams if you want to call it in Europe yeah and then the power, the power block in the southern hemisphere that really only have professional leagues but so to be an elite rugby player and to play in the elite rugby leagues you're talking even less numbers again so that that, that whole thing of the father pushing and all that is, is all well and good but the thing is that you, you can also turn the child away if you have got genuine skills and genuine talent but the problem is to make that step up to the next level it, like As the two Williams sisters, the reason why they were exceptionally good was because they had talent and they had the willpower to do what they had to do. And they also had a father there helping them. It was a manager and coach and everything else like that. But they didn't become the m- number one or two in the world just because of that reason. You know what I mean? No, because but, they were skilled
0: uh, at what they did as there well, was a skill set. Yeah,
3: there was a skill set there. There was an elite, elite level player skill set there. And like we've all heard of your man down the road who was a great player but never made it in England. You know? we've all got those anecdotes the reason why these players don't make it in England or don't make it at whatever sport they may think
0: they want to be so I think yeah like, I you know, I don't know. I, 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 there's a balance to be sought is what you're essentially saying Robbie I've run out of time thank you very much indeed and I appreciate you coming on the air Noel. how
4: are you um, Noel? I agree with that fellow you have on Jay is it um, that is that is the difference so my own play's for a fairly well known club in Dublin and uh, from under 8 under 8 age they're given like uh, advice on nutrition and all Like it's as he said, it is the difference between wanting to make it and not. And look, if they make it and when they get into their late twenties, or thirties, then they can have all the Christy they wants. They can all be walking the title factory. But uh, that's the difference between making it now, unfortunately. And if that young he who is orig- originally talking about, he must be fairly decent at rugby. So the dad, the scouts going to watch him. Look, that's the that's the prize at the end of it. But you have to sacrifice to get in uh, in in football or rugby or whatever sport, especially at a high level, because it is a uh, it's dog eat dog and it doesn't last forever. You know, you wouldn't see Brian O'Driscoll or uh, Johnny Sexton now uh, uh, down getting a kebab the night before the match,
0: would you? you might. Thanks, to I love the show. You might see them down getting a kebab, would you? Will they eat a kebab before a match? I do. Totally agree with Jay. If a uh, if a teenager,
4: you know, a girl or a, or a boy, if they have something in them, uh, a good talent in them, it needs to be pushed, uh, especially from that age. And eating a packet of crisp or a bar of chocolate or sweets is the difference between playing uh,
0: Premier League than Sunday mornings. Uh, that's my opinion on it. Thank you. Is that See, this is the little I know about sport. Is that true, Aisling? So These professional footballers and rugby players, would they not use a bag of crisps like before? No, just a bag of crisps, bar chocolates, Now kind of Red Bull. No, ah, I couldn't be. I couldn't be arsed doing something like that, Jeez, I, I wouldn't be able to survive that.
2: Eddie, you're an Ireland's classic. Eddie, <laughs> <How laughs> Eddie, how was it going? <laughs> no, quickly, what your man just said there. That there was. If you say a bag of crisps, and has it's the difference between being a Premiership player of a Sunday morning. It's also the difference between having a childhood. There's a fine balance, and that's, I think, what they're missing as well. They're talking about a microscopic, successful crowd of, of people. and I think um, mm. Jay had on there, not Jay, um, Robbie said, said a few minutes ago. Like, it's not everyone is going to get there. It's like you look at the X Factor, the talent shows. The parents that push their kids on when they happen to can't kind can't act. Can't. I mean, it's embarrassing. You're ruining kids. Like you're, you, you ha- That lady was right there. You have to know... Did you, ever, did you ever
0: see that TV show years ago? It was called Dance Moms. Do you remember that... Oh, the, I think it's so, yeah, I think and I'm the parents were psychos. American. The parents were yeah. nutters. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, they, 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 the lads are just assuming straight away that, oh, no, this fella's a superstar. You yeah. don't know that. You have to know your child. You can't damage your child just because you think you're right. You know so, in I mean? other words,
0: when the child gets to 21 and doesn't make it to the Premier League or doesn't make it into yeah. whatever province, he's a failure.
2: Yeah,
0: well, no, not that he's a failure, but he's just wasted five years of his childhood. You know where he didn't go out with his mates, didn't hang around with his pals, didn't go. And what go to-
2: happens then? He goes off and goes on a big mad bender and goes nuts and goes womanizing and probably goes. You know what I mean? They go, they, they let it all out then. You know what I mean? You have to let them live. If they look, the 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 the, the example your man brought up with the two sisters, the tennis girls. I'm not a big sports, i like you and I. Like forget me for the names. William, the, the William sisters. William sisters. Yeah. I mean that's a rarity. I mean the, the, to use that as an analogy is. You know what I mean? It's one of a kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like saying, oh, just because someone from Memphis turned into Elvis, well, everyone in Memphis should be. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean.
0: Although no, I'd say <laughs> everyone in Memphis does take their in fairness. <laughs> too. <laughs> oh, right? no. you know I mean?
2: But look, I just think the fine balance, be careful you don't push your kids too hard, just push them the right amount. We're not perfect. But, you know what I mean? Kids have to be kids too. They have to have a bar of chocolate. They have to have a little bite to eat now and again. And then, you know what I mean? There's, 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 there's a fine balance, there, In
0: fairness, yeah, I, I'm looking here. Somebody says Tiger Woods, Jennifer Cabratti, whoever she is, Steffi Graf, many of the hockey NL- NHL, uh, Patrick mm. O'Sullivan, of the NFL, and many more terrible relationships with their pushy parents. So I know I don't. Yep. Obviously, that person knows more about sports than I do. But that was they had a bad relationship with their parents because the parents are pushy. But they became famous. Yeah but, you know what I mean? Kurt Cobain
2: became famous and he blew his head
0: off uh, Well, yes, of course, of course
2: yeah, so, You know, I, mean, I don't mean that, I no, don't mean disrespect against getting No, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> you, know, I know, you, do know you know what I
0: mean? I, okay, so the, know. the point you're making is that there's a fine line and a balance
2: Yeah, and fame is not everything, money is not everything. Do you know what is everything, Niall? Happiness
0: mm. I mean, Kevin Limerick said, should children not aspire, ye bloody idiots? <laughs> Well, I mean, they can aspire to be they somebody. They can aspire, yes. Absol- but we're not
2: saying, it. but just don't grind them to the ground is what we're saying.
0: Yeah, I, and you think this father is grinding his child hey, Yeah, the I ground. think
2: it's a little bit. I mean, if the son is, I'd say the son is probably talking to the mother and the mother is probably doing her best not to throw the young girl under the bus. So She seems like she's taking the brunt of it. She said it's her responsibility. She's seen it. But I'd say the son is probably talking to her. He's probably expressed it. To behind him, the, he, behind he, the father's back. Behind like, the father's back and, he, and the mother rather than throwing the son under the bus He's probably taking responsibility for it. All right. Well, listen.
0: Thanks for that. Do you appreciate it. See, right. See Elvis, return to Sunday. Now, those things can be consumed at any age, but it's all in moderation. It's all about getting the balance of your macros right. Their your carbohydrate intake, your protein intake, macros. your uh, your fat intake. Because mm. people think you eat out and the fat, you're going to get fat. That's not true. Time if it's for bar all of watched and balanced and monitored. And dying for chocolate. And I definitely think nutrition is a subject that should be brought into primary school. I'd say around second or third class. Yeah. And not from the teacher. Mm-hmm. The way they bring someone into to the sex ed classes and whatever. It should be taught by a professional. Most definitely. Because I've studied nutrition. I'm still doing different things and studying different diets. I've done the vegan diet, the keto diet, all these different things. Mm. I, I, I know what you're saying. I, and I know a lot of people in sports do sacrifice uh, as well, you know, to, to get the right diet. And, and obviously you understand your diets better than I.